0: Hey, what's up, folks? Thanks for listening to the Aaron J. Dodson podcast. This is the podcast where I discuss the sacred text of God's Word and subjects related, and I do my best to help myself and others understand it so that we might keep God's law and that we might observe it with our whole hearts. This is a continuation of the gospel in newsprint that I do, and I call it newsprint series or newsprint uh, study, where I share articles written by Faithful gospel preacher J.K. Gossett, who used to labor here at the Washington Avenue congregation in Jonesboro, Arkansas. And I read these articles and uh, give him the credit for them because I want these truths recirculated and because they're good articles. And we want, I want, rather, those that listen to the podcast to hear the truth and be encouraged by the truth and ultimately to have faith in the truth and obey it. The topic, the article that I want to discuss today this is technically the third episode of newsprint it's called when theology gets in the way and just that title alone reminds me of so much that i feel like i have dealt with in my own life and in my work as a minister of the word of god when theology gets in the way the article i'll read it in its in its totality if i pause i'll say i'm pausing but I'm going to read it word for word and make my own comments and give God's Word the credit that it deserves as well, of course. When theology gets in the way, and this is such a problem uh, for all of us, and so we need to be aware of this. On, I say for all of us, I'll, let me, give me a minute, and I'm going to describe myself a little bit better. On the day of Pentecost, the ones who crucified Jesus inquired of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Acts 2 verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2, verse 38. We read further in verses 40 and 41, And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward, or crooked, generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. The question here is simple enough and the answer is clear. What then is the problem? Read on. A student in a West Tennessee university inquired of a Greek professor, quote, Did Peter actually say in the original language, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins? The professor said, Yes, that is what he said grammatically. But theologically, I do not believe that is what he meant. Clearly, the professor thought more of his theology than he did of the inspired Word of God. Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Mark sixteen sixteen. And that's the whole article. It's a short article. But I've got some things that I want to say about it and add to it. When theology gets in the way, you see it is the case that all of us have past experiences we each have previous knowledge that we have attained, whether it true or false. And when we come to the Word of God, we must be aware of that, that we are not the source of truth, but that the Word of God is the source of truth, and that the Word of God alone is sufficient. It gives all that we need so that we can know everything we need to know in order to be what God would have us to be. Two passages come to mind. Second... Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. The Apostle Paul writing, or had written, has written, to the the, uh, evangelist Timothy, he wrote, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. That means by God's breath, Scripture was given. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction or training in righteousness, that the man or person of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who would judge the living and the dead His appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Timothy, why do you need to preach the word? Yes, because an apostle told you to, but why did the apostle tell you to? Because all Scripture is given by the breath of God and is profitable for everything that you need. That means that the Word of God and the Word of God alone is sufficient, is complete, the complete Word of God. It has everything that we need that pertains to doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction. The word doctrine is teaching to teach us what is right Number two, for reproof, that is to show us how we're wrong. Number three, and when we're wrong. Number three, for correction, that is how to get right. And number four, for training or discipline, instruction, and in righteousness. The word instruction in the King James and New King James, it means training. For, in, for training or instruction right, that means how to stay right. So the Word of God teaches us what is right, what is wrong, how to how to get right and how to stay right. Well, that's everything that we need to know as far as walking with God and being right with God. But let me continue in this thought from the word of God. 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 2 through 4. The apostle Peter wrote, "Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption or the depravity that is in the world through lust." So God's divine power had given them all things that pertain to life and godliness. That means there is nothing that pertains to life and godliness that we need today that's outside of the Scriptures. It's been revealed. It's all there in the Holy Scriptures. We don't need anything else. The Word of God is sufficient. And that should be no surprise that the Word of God is sufficient, that all truth that we need is there. Because that was a promise that Jesus made to the apostles. Look with me at John chapter 14. John chapter 14, beginning with verses 15 and following. If you love me, Jesus said, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. That is, they can't take him by force, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be with you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Verse 25, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. So we can see there from that verse, he's not speaking to me personally or to you personally or to anyone in this generation, but to people that were on the earth when he was on the earth. And in this context, particularly, specifically, the apostles during the Passover meal, the Last Supper, as we call it. These things, John 14, 25, I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you, that. speaking of the apostles, all things, and bring to your remembrance. Whose remembrance? The apostles' remembrance. All things that I said to you. Jesus hasn't said anything to us on earth. Jesus hasn't said anything to us while he himself being on earth and us being on earth. That was a different generation. And this specifically to the apostles and the work that they had as apostles. So we don't need to be reminded of something Jesus told us on earth. Jesus wasn't on earth while we've been on earth. This is speaking of the apostles. The Holy Spirit would remind the apostles all the things that Jesus said to them, John fifteen twenty six. The same promise is given. But when the Helper, the word is parakletos, uh, The idea is comforter. But when the comforter or Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, He will testify of Me. Now watch this one last verse, John sixteen thirteen. In the same context, verse twelve and thirteen. Jesus told the apostles, I still have many things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine, that is, he will... He will take what is mine and declare it to you. So these are Jesus' words to the apostles about how after Jesus left, he would not leave them orphaned. He would send them the comforter, and that comforter would be the Holy Spirit who would guide them into all truth. The question is, did they get all the truth? Did he keep his promises? Well, Jesus keeps his promises, and an eyewitness apostle of Jesus Christ said that they did. Receive all truth. 2 Peter 1 3. I just read it. That they had received all things that pertain to life and to godliness. And someone reads Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Mark 16 16 about baptism. It doesn't take a commentary or anything to understand it. It is very simple. The Bible is translated correctly, it's our responsibility to follow it in faith and obey it. When theology gets in the way, sadly, many have preconceived beliefs. They are convinced that their theology is right, and so they come to the Bible looking for that theology. And they trip, slip, and fall. And if we're not careful, even as members of the Church of Christ, we could be guilty of that too. If we do not come to the Word of God with honesty and sincerity and seriousness, in handling the Word of God correctly. The evangelist Timothy was also charged by the Apostle Paul be diligent, make every effort to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. We do not need to let our preconceived beliefs, our family teachings, or our culture, or anything else, our thoughts, our feelings, anything, get in the way of ascertaining the truth in God's Word. Obviously, God has written His Word, and He has charged that His people study the Word and that all people come to the knowledge of the truth and be saved, 1 Timothy 2.4. So that means we can't let any theology, any preconceived belief, any faith, any personal faith, get in the way of ascertaining what the Bible teaches and our wholehearted willingness to obey that form of doctrine from the heart Romans 6 17 and 18 this has been newsprint with a subject the article when theology gets in the way let's be careful folks and let's help others let's challenge others to not let their theology their own beliefs their own convictions their family teachings their family traditions their quote-unquote, church traditions to get in the way of ascertaining, determining the truth of God's Word. We cannot go to the text looking for something we already believe. We must draw from the text what it says and do our very best to prevent ourselves from putting things into it. That's eisegesis, putting in what is not there. It's our job to draw from the text what is there, exegesis, to draw out what is there when theology gets in the way. May our theology be based truly, solely, wholly, completely on the final, completed, inerrant, self-sufficient Word of God. With a sincere heart, may we approach the Word of God with the desire to understand it in its context and not put upon it things from modern, from from modernity, I should say, but instead what the Word of God has charged, commanded People living on this side of the cross to do for all time till Jesus comes back. Thank you for listening to the Aaron J. Dodson podcast and this special episode of Newsprint, where I consider articles that gospel preacher J.K. Gossett has written in times past. I read and quote them in full. I do not change them or alter them. I do it because I admire J.K. Gossett, uh, Kenneth, as I call him, and I appreciate him so much. And uh, the articles that are written and the, the articles that I read are in the bound volume that he had printed called The Gospel in Newsprint. And I think he had this bound in 2009. Uh, If you don't have a copy of that, I would encourage you uh, to try to find a copy of that. Uh, Reach out to him uh, or even ask me, and I'll see if I can't find you a copy somewhere. But anyhow, thank you so much for listening. Let's not let our beliefs get in the way. Let's let our beliefs be what the Scriptures teach and what the Scriptures teach alone. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.